0: It is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey y'all, welcome to session 16 of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. I want to thank all of you who already joined our private Facebook community, the Therapy for Black Girls Thrive Tribe. I've definitely been enjoying the conversations with you all. If you're interested in joining that community, head on over to therapyforblackgirls.com backslash tribe. So I feel like I would be remiss if I did not share at least a few of my musings about 444, um, the recent Jay-Z album that came out. Um, So I've been thinking a lot about how um, Lemonade really opened up the conversation for so many sisters about um, difficult relationships, both with partners, with fathers, um, and just kind of black womanhood in general. And it feels like it really took us on a journey around um, like self discovery and difficult relationships. And do I stay in this relationship? And then came to a resolution. And then it feels like with 444, Jay Z just kind of reopened that wound and kind of ripped the band aid off. Um, so I definitely have seen a lot of sisters talking with a lot of pain online around relationships they've had and you know some of the lyrics in that song in particular really feeling like um like a needle almost being stabbed in in the eye because it it really I think opened up some more difficult conversations and really has forced us to sit with some things that we maybe thought were done or resolved and has helped us to realize that it really has not been resolved. So I think um, for a lot of people, we have over-identified with not only Beyonce, but a lot of celebrities in general, but particularly in this situation, just because it's the most recent example, um, have really over-identified with Beyonce and thinking, oh, well, if this could happen to her, then what chance do I stand in a relationship, right? Like, if if somebody cheats on the most beautiful, most powerful, most amazing woman in the world, then do can I ever have a healthier, successful relationship? And I really want us to stop and interrogate that line of thinking, because it really places a lot of the fault on a relationship ending with yourself, which is not the case, right? So no amount of beauty or no amount of fabulous dishes or um, dropping it down like it's hot is going to keep somebody in a relationship if they do not want to be there. And so I really want us to kind of get out of the frame of mind of thinking that there is something that we can do or we can enhance our fabulousness in some way that will keep somebody in a relationship if they don't want to be there. That is not at all the case. And I feel like we set ourselves up for frustration a lot of times when thinking that we are not enough simply for who we are, that we need to be superhuman or be some other thing than just ourselves to be loved. And that's not true. So I really hope that you can, if you take nothing else from kind of all the conversations around 444, I hope that you can hold on to that. So today I really wanted to talk with you all about um, the top three reasons why you are having difficulty letting go of your ex. So since we are already having so much relationship conversation, I did want to talk a little bit about breakups and why it may be difficult for you to let go of your ex. So the number one reason I think that sometimes we have difficulty letting go of an ex is that we are holding out for closure And that includes um, feeling like you have to have a why for why the relationship ended. So a lot of times when we think about closure, we're thinking that there can be some magical conversation or some great meeting that we can have with our ex that is going to kind of finally wrap all of these whirlwind of feelings that we have, uh, um, wrap all of that up in a nice, neat little bow and make it so that we can move on. And that may happen on lifetime, but that typically does not happen in real life, right? That is not typically what happens with closure. And I think a lot of times we are looking for something from our ex that will allow us to move on that our ex could never give us. Um, So you're never going to be able to heal what is broken by the person who broke it. That has to come from you. So holding on to these ideas that there's something that the ex can do or they can offer some magical apology um, is is really setting yourself up for failure. And again, you know, when we kind of get into this thinking of, well, why did it happen, You know, why did he or she leave me? What did I do? I think that that can be really dangerous thinking because none of that really matters. Um, So there's never a why or any reason that an ex is going to be able to give you that's really going to be able to kind of really settle the hurt that is caused by a relationship ending, even if it wasn't, you know, the relationship that you knew you should have been in, regardless of any of that. When a relationship ends, it is typically really painful. And so I think a lot of times we try to avoid sitting with that hurt by trying to get this closure conversation. And really, you just need to unfortunately sit with that hurt. So the number one reason why I think you may be having trouble letting go of your ex is that you're still holding out for closure. The second reason where why it may be difficult for you to let go of your ex is that you are still stalking them on social media. So I know that um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter make it incredibly easy for you to kind of keep up with people without them even necessarily knowing that you are. Um, but I really want to caution you against this, and I know it's difficult, especially um, in the first couple of days or first months after a breakup. Um, you want to know what's going on, but there. There are a couple of reasons why continuing to stalk your ex on social media makes it more difficult for you to move on. Um, So the first is that if you are still putting so much energy into keeping up with this other person's life then that is leaving very little energy for you to actually be keeping up with your own life. Um, So the more that you're kind of paying attention to where they are and who they're with, then you're not actually being a full participant in your own life. Um, And especially in the first days after a breakup, it may be really difficult to kind of care for yourself and do the things that you know would help you to feel better, but definitely paying attention to what that other person is doing is not going to help. So definitely try to avoid that As much as you can, even though I know it's really difficult. Uh, One of the other reasons why continuing to stalk your ex on social media is problematic is because eventually they are going to post something that will make you incredibly anxious. So there will be some picture with this other person and you're going to start wondering, is that the new person? Is this the person that has replaced me? And of course, nobody can ever replace you, but you may not even know the full context around this situation, around whatever this picture is, but it will make you incredibly anxious. So we call that anticipatory anxiety. So this anticipatory, in in anticipation of this new person popping up on the person's timeline, you become anxious. So, you know, you may notice that even as you go to tap the the icon on your phone, you um, feel an increased heart rate or um, your mind starts to feel a little foggy. Those are anxiety symptoms that you're having that are trying to brace yourself for the impact of what you might see. So you can imagine that kind of continuing to have that conversation continuing to have that type of feeling over and over is very unpleasant. And so you don't wanna keep throwing yourself into that whirlwind of emotions if you don't have to. So that's why it is best if you can to, um, to after a breakup, even though it's difficult, like I said, to stop following this person, um, to unfriend them and do all of those things so that you can't as easily continue to follow um, what's happening with them on social media. The third reason why it may be difficult for you to let go of your ex is that you are holding on to their representation. So a lot of times what I see typically in working with women is that a breakup, though it's difficult, um, and like I said, typically really painful no matter what the circumstances are, a lot of women are holding on to the representation of what this person meant. So you and this person looked really good on papers. You both graduated and got your MBAs and um on paper you look like this ideal couple that will look great on all the black wedding blogs, right? Um so you're holding on to these ideas of what this person represents for you as opposed to the reality of this person. So, you know, sometimes we throw ourselves into relationships to escape from childhood traumas and we feel like this person is the person that can come into our lives and save us or we project a lot of different things onto a partner that really have nothing to do with the partner and really are more about internal issues that need to be worked out. So it really is important to kind of um, after a relationship has ended to take an assessment of what was real and what was a representation in that relationship. So if you had to kind of list out all of the things that you thought were successful about the relationship, what is that list? And then list, okay, in what ways did I um, kind of play myself small in this relationship? in what ways were my needs and my expectations not met in this relationship? And in what ways that I contribute to those needs and um, expectations not being met? Um, Because sometimes, you know, we just kind of have these unvoiced expectations from a partner that the partner doesn't even know. So we, of course, can't imagine that we, of course, can't expect them to meet those. But I think it is good after the end of a relationship to list all of that out so that you can see, okay, This is what I thought was going on in the relationship. But actually, when I look at it on paper, this, this, and this actually wasn't meeting my needs and expectations in the relationship. And sometimes I think you can do that once you've had a little distance from the actual breakup. So again, in in recapping, the top three reasons why it may be difficult for you to let go of your ex are one, you're still holding out for closure. Two, you're still stalking them on social media. And three, you're still holding on to their representation. So we did have a question, an on-the-porch question this week. And this question says, I'm reaching out for some advice in a situation I'm trying to work through with my partner. He and I have been together for six years, have made great strides in developing our lives together by supporting each other's careers, moving across the country away from families to explore new cities, and recently bought a new home. Our opposite work schedules have become a burden to spend quality time with one another, and we felt the strain in our relationship. In the past couple of months, I found rolled up dollar bills in his clothes and have found drugs hidden in the house. I asked him one night if he was using cocaine again, and he admitted to using again. Early in our relationship, he used until he told me he would stop because I wasn't okay with the choice on his end. Although he said he's not addicted and claims to only use occasionally, he said he can stop again. I was heartbroken when he confirmed my suspicions, and I'm having trouble trusting him this time around. I don't know what I can ask of him to earn my trust again, but I'm having a hard time not giving him the chance. I keep going through his clothes to find evidence and have unfortunately still found drugs on him. I proposed the option of couples therapy, since the situation is potentially a deal breaker for me. But I'm scared of admitting my recent actions at these sessions. If he's promised to stop using, but continues to and hides it from me, how do we both work through this issue and how can we learn to develop trust and respect one another again? So first I'd like to thank you for writing in to get some feedback about this situation. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that you're struggling with this. And I do think that couples therapy is probably a very good idea for the both of you um, so that you can have a safe place to share what's been going on and what's been happening with you. Um, Now, you did mention, though, that you feel like you're scared about couples therapy because you're afraid that you you're afraid of admitting that you've been like searching through his clothes and that kind of thing. Um, And so I want you to put a caveat on the couples therapy issue, because if there is any Um, threat of physical violence or anything, then couples therapy is not a good idea um, because you don't ever know what's going to come up in couples therapy and you don't want to have a situation that then results in um, violence. So if there's any danger of physical violence, then couples therapy would not be what I would suggest. Um, but if that is not the case and you're just afraid of, you know, that he'll be upset that he that you're still searching, then I do think couples therapy would be a really good idea because it would give you guys a neutral place to kind of talk about what's been going on and for you to share your fears and to maybe hear more about what's going on with him. Um, I also think that it would probably be a good idea for him to try to get some individual counseling. Um, So I'm not sure of all the details around the cocaine use. Um, And I hear you saying that he says he can stop whenever, um, but sometimes it's not that easy to um, let go of a substance that someone has been using. And so I think it would be a really good idea for him to also get some individual counseling to examine his relationship with cocaine to see if that is something that he actually can quit or does he need to go to some kind of a more formal rehab detox kind of program um, to be able to kind of discontinue use of that substance. I also really think um, it's important for you to maybe do some individual counseling or just some self-reflection and journaling maybe on your own about what this means for you. Um, So it sounds like you had a boundary around him not using and you have um, discovered that that boundary has been violated. And so I think for you, it's really important to kind of consider Is this something you really can come back from? Um, Do you think that you will ever trust that he is not using? Are you going to continue to be searching even if you guys go to couples therapy and he says um, that he's not using? I just wonder for you how you are going to be able to kind of make peace with this situation or if you can Um, and i think only you are going to be able to answer that question like i said either through some very honest self-reflection or in working with a therapist to get clearer on that Um, and i think it is really important for you um, to kind of be again honest with yourself because this was a boundary that you had set Um, and he has now violated that. So I think you have to be honest with yourself and see, okay, am I okay with this boundary violation? Do I feel like the trust can be restored in the relationship? And what is he willing to do? Like I said, in, in conjunction with couples therapy to really be able to restore trust in this situation. So again, thank you so much for writing in. And I hope that feedback was helpful. If you have any questions that you would like to get some feedback about, definitely send those into podcast at therapyforblackgirls.com. I always love seeing your comments and how much you're sharing on social media, so please continue to do that. Let me know what you're thinking about the episodes. If there are things that you'd like to hear me cover that I haven't, I'm happy to address those. You can send them to me on. Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, on Twitter we're at therapy for the number four, B Girls. And on Facebook and um, Instagram we're at Therapy for Black Girls. Or you can send an email like I just mentioned to podcast at therapyforblackgirls.com. Again, if you would like to continue these conversations offline with other women who are fans of the show, then definitely hop on into our Facebook group. You can find that at therapyforblackgirls.com backslash tribe. And I'm definitely looking forward to continuing all of these great conversations with you all real soon. Take good care.